Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Going electric? Plug into the Kia e-range of EVs and PHEVs. Kia. Movement that inspires. Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Going electric? Plug into the Kia e-range of EVs and PHEVs. Kia. Movement that inspires. 0818 715 815. Hello, good afternoon and you're very welcome to Liveline. Yesterday during Storm Barra, uh, the Belfast or Blind bus uh, travelled and got there. And uh, as we heard last week, a lot more people from the south are having their cataracts sorted out uh, for a relatively small fee. Most of it is covered by the HSE, but there's a lot of paperwork. But as we heard uh, from Michael Collins, TD, last week, uh, if you contact him at the Oroctus, michael.collins at oroctus.ie, they organised the bus, they organised the paperwork and it as I say, even during the storm yesterday, they travelled. And there's 21 people travelled up yesterday. Five more buses are going up north over the next week and a half, right up to the eve of Christmas Eve, uh, to uh, assist people in this really important operation, Cataracts. Because uh, our uh, story, and it began uh, last Thursday, when we were contacted by a Dublin man, Brendan O'Brien, and this is what he told us. So I decided to ring them the other day. Okay. And I was politely told, yes, I might get an appointment in four years' time. So I told the girl, well, sorry, but uh, four years, I'm 82, heading for three. I could be in heaven or somewhere else by then, or gone blind. Brendan O'Brien. Hello, Joe. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You got it done. When did you get it done, your cataracts? I got it done this morning. Well, that's a lot quicker than four years. It sure is. I, it's the power of Joe Duffy. This is not. Tell us, it's the, it's the power of Brendan O'Brien and oh. your your voice. Tell us what happened. Well, uh, I know uh, listeners will know that on the programme last week, when you came on, uh, Michael Collins came on on behalf of this group that they've organised for a while now called Belfast are Blind. It's a bus. They organise everything for you. You have to pay some money up front. Well, you pay a lot of money up front, unfortunately, um, but you then get it back to the HSE. Now, you were... You where he said they had an appointment for you yesterday in Belfast and That's they could right. get it done this morning. But something else happened dramatically. So, what happened? Yeah, Brandon? dramatically, on uh, Monday, I got a phone call from the Ironair Hospital. In Dublin. In Dublin. Yeah. To tell me they could see me on Tuesday for an assessment Great. and yesterday. on Wednesday for the operation. And when? And due, that was duly done. So you've had the first eye done? I've had the first eye done this morning. Brilliant. And what was, the, now, what, what was that like? Is it painful or...? It is the most... Do you know what? It's easier than having a shave. It? <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt nothing. They just put a few eye drops in, waiting around for a short space of time, brought in into the operating theatre, and Brendan went off for a snooze while they were doing the job. And then you woke up, and I presume... And I woke up and yeah. all done and dusted. And from... Where are you living? Rings End, is it? Where do yeah. You, yeah, OK. From Rings End to the Ioneer there on the Adelaide Road and the operation and back again, how long did it take? I was in the Ioneer this morning at uh, about a quarter to eight. I was back home by half twelve. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, absolutely. Now, <laughs> did, they, did they... Are they... Well... The the main thing is they did it. That's the main thing. Now, what they said to me there this morning was that somebody heard the broadcast last week, said it was bad publicity for the hospital, and the head man was informed, and he says, right, I'll do something for that man. And true enough, here I am, Joe. Again... It's down to Liveline. It's, it's down to Brendan O'Brien line, not, not Liveline, <laughs> Brendan O'Brien line. But Brendan, it's also, we also want to say to people, because cataracts, you were explaining it so well last week, how awful it is. And we had other people on with cataracts. You're not getting any younger, it's a ticking clock. That's and right. Be, and then we discovered about this bus that, as I went up yesterday. That Michael Collins does, yeah, yes. And, this, and there's a load of them going up now before Christmas. So there are options for people, there are options. And um, we want, want people to know that because no one should have to wait four years uh, unless unless you, you're in a time machine in Ring's End and travelling backwards <laughs> rather than forwards on the calendar. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Wouldn't you, we all love that? So so when will you be able to take the patch off? Um, 
I can take the patch off actually tomorrow, but oh. then you, you have a procedure you do yourself. You put uh, drops. eye drops in yeah, four times a day for a month and well, well some done. of them for two weeks well and done. one for four weeks. So I should be able to see Santi anyway. Yeah, you may be able to see. And I just got a copy of the Christmas edition of the RT Guide, the bumper issue. There's something like 700 movies on over Christmas. Oh, lovely. <laughs> John Wayne from John Wayne to Nacking Cole to Benedict Cumber but they're all there they're all there uh, listen Brenda congratulate when do you get the second eye done uh, he said sometime after Christmas not not too long after Christmas ok well keep us informed yeah. and the great thing is Brendan they do your eyes while you wait that's it <laughs> ok <laughs> I so, must say, Joe, thanks a million. No, thank you for contacting us. And thanks oh. thanks again to that other group who are still thundering on the Belfast yeah. or Blind Bus. And I have to de- the details are on our website. I have well, to contact them. Let's um, get it started. Okay. Yeah. The, Bre- the Brendan O'Brien line is open now. Thank you, Brendan. Look after yourself and take the drops every day, as you're told to do. Do you hear me? Mm. Take the drops every single day. Oh, I yes. will, yeah. Yes, okay. Right. Okay, Joe, uh, have thank a good, you. Have a good Christmas, Brendan. And That's yourself. Brendan O'Brien. Bye. And many, many more than please God. Uh, Karen Duque. Karen has contacted us with a different story, but the same uh, system in many ways. Karen, good afternoon. It's about your father, and your father is called Anthony. It is, Joe, yeah. That's uh, it. And what's, that's what's, right. what's happened? Um, it's a bit of a long story, Joe. Um, it's been going on for about 10 years now or more um, my dad's always suffered with terrible back pain and neck pain okay. and um, we've attended public and private um, doctors we've paid for scans, we've had scans done publicly as well and nothing was ever showing up so we were very concerned because over the years he's, he's getting worse okay. and um, it's, it's more his walk and Joe and his balance Right. Uh, he can't walk properly. He's he's sixty four years of age, and he's he's it's it's as more as his back and his legs. He's he struggles basically. Um. So years after, we eventually got a diagnosis back in May, out okay. in Bowmount Hospital, to yeah. say that the problem is my dad basically has an extra nerve in layman's terms my dad has an extra nerve okay. and there's no room with the spinal cord where therefore his nerves are squashed and that's affected ah, okay. balance his, his movement in his arms and his movement in his legs so someone has and to go in a newer or whatever a newer surgeon or go in and, and widen the spinal widen cord widen the spinal okay. cord yeah okay. so it's a big enough operation sounds like it so yeah. and he's not getting any younger they he's s- not getting any younger, and at the moment he's deteriorating very, very quickly in front of us. And did oh, that's a pity. And did he say? Did the hospital say to him you need this operation ASAP? We, yes, we were told we'd have it done in six to eight weeks. So, so that was back in May, and here we are now okay. in December. Okay, so take um, it. You, you got a date. We got three dates. We've been given okay. three, well, start, three times. We start have start with the first one and what happened and how close okay. how close to the operation was it abandoned? Right, so the first one, the operation date was for September, the beginning of September, September. Built ourselves up. As you can imagine, the anxiety yeah. my dad's been going through is unbearable. Yeah. Um, built ourselves up and for the first one, we got a phone call at 10 o'clock in the morning on the day he was to be admitted to say that they won't be admitting him, that there was no beds. No beds? Full no beds, no. So the operation okay. was abandoned. Okay. Um, now, I have to say, we were quickly given a second date. Okay. Um, and that date then was for October. The following month? Yeah. Okay. So in in, in Bowmount again. All of this in, in Bowmount, yeah. Out in Bowmount again, yeah. So, so the, the second one, we actually, he went, had his COVID test done on the Monday. He was admitted in on the Tuesday. All the tests done, kept in overnight, monitored, prepped for surgery the next morning. Mm. And at nine o'clock, he was told he had to go home. Why? So we were given three different reasons for this. The first reason was there was a COVID outbreak on the ward. Mm -hmm. The second reason from a different member of staff was that there was no bed for him after surgery. Yeah, I see your bed, yeah. And then the third reason was that one of the machines that monitored him while he was asleep was broken 
so they couldn't go ahead with the operation. So we were very confused. So one of the machines that monitor, would monitor him in surgery In surgery broken. under the anaesthetic was broken. Okay, so that's the second operation. I'm, I, I cannot imagine, if I was told I needed a spinal operation yes. in Beaumont, which is the National Neurosurgical Unit, I'd be out of my mind. I would, of course, agree to go for it as quick as possible, but I'd be out of my mind waiting for it. Yeah, the weight is after falling off him. He's he's just a different man, Joe. He really is. And I'd just love for the the team that's cancelling the operation to be able to see him at the moment. Okay, so, how, how so, so he when he was sent home in the morning of the 12th of October, um, was he given another date? We were given a date then for yesterday. And what happened? I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, well, I rang up last week to see was the operation still going ahead because I do understand with the current situation, I do understand yeah, there's a yeah. lot of pressure and I'm not slating the hospitals in any way. But I rang up and they told me that no procedures had been cancelled so far and as far as they're concerned, okay. it's going ahead. So to ring up yesterday at 10 past three and to be told again there's no bed for him, yeah. it's devastating. And they were. T- and was he? Did he get to the hospital yesterday? He didn't get to the hospital yesterday. No, he didn't at all, even get no. there. No, he didn't even get to the hospital. And what was it? Who was with him when he got the news that it was gone again? His sister. And how did he react? Did she tell you? Oh, see, I see. to see a grown man cry like that was awful. She said. So here we are again. And were you given a reason yesterday? Just that there was no bed available for him. And we given a new date yesterday? No. We weren't. Oh, and what's his quality of life? He um, hasn't really... He's He can't walk far distances, Joe. He's, he's yeah. in constant pain. He sleeps in a bed with my mother and he's, his, he has involuntary movements in his legs and arms. So my man basically gets punched and kicked. and Aye. So... Well, we're hoping we get we get there soon. Yeah, we really are. And he take any date, would he? Oh, anything at this yeah. stage. It's the mental torture that he's going through at the minute, and us as a family as well. It's it's the it's the anxiety and the yeah. it's, it's it's a mix of everything. It's anxiety, fear, hope. It's everything all mixed in together. And. Do they say it's a normally a successful operation in so far? Yeah. yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good news anyway. So to see him, to be able yeah, to see yeah. him and get some of his uh, independence back or some of his, to be able to so walk. I'm, I'm just looking back at the date. Was there was there one date where he was actually gowned up and ready to go down? That was the, that was the, the October date in the, in the morning of the October. So he thought it was yeah, minute, was minutes away. Yeah, he was told he'd be given a number and he'd be taken down to surgery. And then mm. a nurse came up and had to tell him that he had to go home. OK. And he would he would take it this side of Christmas. Just, he'd take just any good three weeks. Yeah. And I just hope the next day we are given that it just goes ahead because I don't think he can take much more yeah. of the not knowing and of the anticipation building yeah. up to the operation and waiting for the operation okay. and waiting to see when it go ahead yeah, and yeah. it's that side of it that's very tough as well yeah I know the psychological side of it is yeah it really is and has he anyone apart from his great family has he anyone advocating for him in the hospital like a social worker or a public mm-hmm. health nurse or no sure that no, can, he's that not can, that can like get that. a well I'm sure they know the anxiety yeah um, but I'm and I'm, I'm, I'm I know they'd say, try and reassure him and say, Anthony, listen, this operation will be a success. Bear, bear with us. Does he, does he leave the house? No, he doesn't. Very seldom leaves the house. We, oh, we li- we, it takes him too long to walk, Joe, if I'm being honest. He can't. Yeah. He's too nervous. He's too unsteady okay. on his feet. Okay. Um, so I'm just hoping we can get the story out there. I, I know there's other patients in the same situation. I do know that. Yeah, but it's it's the humanity of it as well. And yeah. I know there's humanity everywhere. Um, Karen Duque, it's a very unusual name, by the way. D-U-C-Q-U-E. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> Where's your dad from? It's French as far as I know. French, it's way back, man, yeah. yeah. It is. So I have to go to France for the operation. <laughs> Karen Duque. Probably. 
Okay, Karen, we'll keep in touch. Joe, please, thanks a please God, it, I, what do people do when they're desperate? Do they pray? Do they ring their TD? I don't know. It, it's so well, hard on people, really, especially at these. That's why we've got in contact with you as yeah, well, just to the, get a story here. Yeah. Okay, and hopefully it has been heard. Karen Duque, kind regards to your fantastic dad, Anthony, and, and your mother. What's your mother's name? Kathleen. Kathleen to the two of them. Uh, please, God, now, uh, fingers crossed. And he's, he's a great team campaigning for him and his, yeah. his daughter. So keep it going, keep it going. That's Karen Duque pleading on behalf of her father, Anthony, was due to go in for a relatively, and this is an oxymoron, there's no such thing as a simple spinal operation, but a relatively successful uh, operation normally. 14th of September, he was given, he was in there getting ready, told no... Uh, no beds set 12th of October he was actually gowned up to go down for the operation and he was told either no beds or a Covid outbreak and yesterday ready to go again and get a phone call at the last minute to say uh, the machine needed for the operation was broken and they, they were the three different reasons given at three different occasions Joe at rte.ie Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Coming soon, the all-new Sportage. For more, log on to kia.com. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Karen is still there. Uh, Karen, during the break, you you got a date for your father's operation again. Hello, Karen. Oh, hi, Joe. Hi, yeah. Joe. Hi, you, you got a date, did you? For we the, did, yeah. but after a while I was on the phone, a text Great. message came through to say that I'd taken him in on Monday. So oh, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Please, God, we'll say him in and it goes ahead. Okay, it will, it will, it will. Okay. Okay. Karen, you mind. So look, after, look after each other. You're a we great will. family. That's Karen Duque uh, on behalf of her father, Anthony Duque. And that's great news that the operation is now, that has been cancelled three times, very close to actually being on the under the uh, anaesthetic has now been rescheduled for uh, next Monday. Elizabeth Maloney. Elizabeth, good afternoon. Hi, hi, Joe. I was I was a bit worried about coming on after Karen's sad story. No, no, you know, you're, you're very good. But but it's just about thanking people for being wonderful. Okay. On 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 Monday, right. I was trying to think. As you know, it's Christmas coming, yeah, yeah. and my, last year I had a great idea. My granddaughter does pet, pet portraits. So okay. I got all the family pet portraits. So okay. everything was wrapped up and handed out. And we had an unveiling of all the pets. And that was a great bit of excitement. Okay. But this year, how could you follow that? Right. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll collect all the photographs of each child oh, and I'll great. put them together. So nobody wants really an awful lot of photographs of their brother or whatever. They like photographs of themselves. So right. I put all those photographs okay. in little bunches. And you got and you, well, thought, you, the main thing is you got them printed off, which is so unusual these days. They all oh, have yes, their photographs. Brilliant, I know. brilliant. See, well done, well done. That's because we're old. But anyway, <laughs> I I thought what did I put them in, and people were making suggestions. Not the family; they didn't know cardboard boxes and things. And I said, no, they'll throw that cardboard out, box out for yeah. day. So I thought I'd get a memory box, but a wooden box with their name on it, carved on top. So well where done. was I? Oh yeah, yeah, well done. But it was up in Ratfarnham. I rang this man in Ratfarnham and he said he was over the butcher shop. So I okay. said, right. So off I went on Monday okay. morning. And I went up one side of Ratfarnham. The butchers were all closed, which was, wasn't a good idea because it was Monday. But anyway, walked up one side <laughs> and I was coming down the other side. Okay. And there was an archway. And I had to look into the archway and mm -hmm. I saw this dog tearing out of the archway okay. with a chair, a big heavy chair, and one of those, um, what you call them, you know, the iron chairs. The outdoor chairs, uh, yeah. Yeah, but the, the real heavy ones from the old days that are oh, worth wow. a lot of money nowadays. He was dragging one of those after him at the end of his lead. So it was like, a, it was so, like he was pulling a sleigh. Exactly, exactly, Joe. But, but he was so flying, he was, but he was flying. He was flying and he was flying for me. So I waved a stick, my stick at him, okay. and he swung to the left, 
down the main street of Ratfarnham village. Okay. But where did the sleigh, as you might call it, go? The sleigh went round me oh. and sent me flying oh down the of my face. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it dragged me a bit along the road, and I thought, on the footpath, and I thought to myself, oh, not a good idea. I could feel the skin coming oh. off the top of my nose. <laughs> anyway, it stopped dragging me, and he took yeah. off further down into Atfarnham. And I lay there flat on my face, and oh. I thought, oh, this is not right, really. What will yeah. I do now? And I felt, what's wrong with me? Is there anything broken? Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and people started gathering. And isn't it funny, the things people asked? They all said, are you all right? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I was lying flat in my face, but not to worry. Um, I said, just leave me a second till I think about this. Okay. And they wanted to lift me up. And then they turned me around, but they rang the fire brigade and the ambulance people, and they said, don't touch her, yeah. don't touch her. And they had me turned over by them. But I was grand, but I said, I think I broke my wrist, and which I you, actually what, had done. Elizabeth, what, you, you said your, your face was, what, what pain could you feel? Well, at the beginning, you don't feel much pain, you know. Yeah. When you hit the ground, you don't feel that much pain for a little while. You feel a bit ridiculous, and I couldn't get up because my left wrist was badly broken. And eventually they got me lying on my back. And then, Joe, I I just, I can't Mm -hmm. explain how kind they were. They started, I was going to say stripping off. They didn't go that far. They took their coats off. They took their coats off. They took their jumpers Ah. off. And one man folded up his coat and put it under my head. And he wanted to know, was it all right with the buttons sticking into me? One girl, Ashling Wally was her name. How I remember was, I don't know whether you ever read the Wally books. Of course I did. Where is is Wally? We're we're looking for, we're now looking looking for (laughs) Ashling Wally to say thanks. Ashling Wally, okay. She was a second year nurse in a student okay. in uh, Vincent's and she sat on the ground which was soaking oh. wet beside me for the full hour and a half that we waited for the ambulance and right. the fire brigade to come. She and sat on the she, ground holding your hand and reassuring did. you. Yes, and she was lovely about it. Now the other person of course was the owner of the dog okay. and I did get her neighbour had forgotten it. She was crying not oh. about the dog. I said, where's the dog gone? With and she chair, said, with I'm not worried about the blinking dog. She said, I'm worried about you. And I said, but she was very frightened. Would you see, I like dogs. Yeah. So he, she said, forget about the dog. And then there was another woman, and she was Shona, and she came from the crash at the end of uh, Ratfarnham Village. And she stayed there most of the time with me, too, particularly when she discovered that I used to run a playgroup. So she chatted to me, you know, to take my mind off things. But the, the, then the fire brigade arrived, so, okay. of course, lots of more people came. Okay. And there were 10, 10 fire brigade men came, right. and it was just me, just little old me. And the funny thing about it was they each said to me, what age are you? I was asked what age I was about 100 times. <laughs> the cheek of them. I, the cheek of them. <laughs> and I said, I'm 85. Uh. And they said, no, you're not. No, what year were you born? <laughs> <laughs> so and I was thinking, do I look worse or, <laughs> or better than 85? And one woman said to me, what age is your eldest child? Okay. So I said, 62. Wow. And she said, 62? You couldn't have a child of 62. <laughs> and then she said to me, what year was she born? And I said, 62 years ago she was born. <laughs> and she said, 1959. And I said, that's right, because it was the year after I was married. And we had them on the year after in those days. So, you know, and then the... So, the, so you, you t- they were, they, I presume, Elizabeth, they were trying to establish if you had your wits about you, did you? They, you had, didn't, they were. You didn't they have were. concussion yeah. or confused or whatever. No, they, they, that's what they were trying to It wasn't. It wasn't a quiz they were running on, in, on the no, straw. They, no, they okay. kept telling me they didn't believe I was 85. <laughs> I don't know what they think 85-year-olds look like. 
but they felt that I was much too alert for 85. And when the when the fellows asked them from the uh, fire brigade, did they think I was knocked out or concussed, they all said, no, she's not. <laughs> Brilliant. But then that girl, yeah. Ashling, went and got me a hot water bottle. Ah, oh, for I don't, sake. I don't know where she got the hot water bottle <laughs> Where would you get a hot water bottle from? Where do you get a hot water bottle from? Yeah. And then she came back with a cup of tea. I mean, they were just extraordinary. Just but you're still lying. You're still lying on the ground. Well, when the fire brigade men came, they got me up onto oh, a chair. Yeah, okay. And then the the ambulance came. Okay. And uh, they all stood around discussing the situation. <laughs> right. And then, of course, they tried. Oh, the guard he came to. Oh, very Now he course. looked about. He looked about ten, but I'm sure he they're was about younger. twenty-five. They're, get, they're yeah. getting younger, Elizabeth. They're getting younger. <laughs> he, he was a lovely young man. And of course, I left my phone at home. How stupid uh, is that? So I didn't know anybody's number. Uh, I should have given them your number. I should have given them yeah, your number. So how, but and who's at who's at home? But oh, only my ninety-four-year-old husband. Great. So he's not an awful lot of good, like you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> I've been ringing him up and telling him that I'm lying flat on my face <laughs> in up and right for him. He'd say. What's she doing that for? <laughs> that's what he's saying now, you She's know. She's doing it for attention. So, yes, that's so, right. So, so what, what, they, what, what, they actually okay. got my daughter, the guardie got my daughter. By oh. I gave them her address and they got her so I, I could contact her. So in case anyone in the future, they can get the guardie to find their yeah, children the great, for them yeah, yeah. if they don't know the numbers. But the, the whole atmosphere was so... Loving and caring, and nobody. I mean, one woman said to me, "This is about you now, Elizabeth. Don't be worrying about us." Because I was saying to one man, "Put your coat back yeah, on. Yeah. It's a very wet day, cold day," and I was afraid he'd get a cold. Yeah. But actually, and and they just stayed the whole time. It's and when brilliant. I said to them, "You go on, you go away," they all said, "No, no, no. We want to see you looked after. We don't That's want you left there." You know, well, so it was—it was a one—it was a dreadful, wonderful experience. And uh, <laughs> that's a fantastic way of putting it. But Elizabeth, what are your injuries? They sound pretty. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the tops of my nose, all right, ah. and I've a black, blue, and yellow eye, and a bump on my head, and a scratch—a a sort of a, a, like you get if you were a child and fell okay. on my forehead. And I have a badly broken wrist. Wow. That's to be operated on tomorrow or the next day or right. sometime. And where are you now? I'm sitting at home now. Oh, you're at home. Oh, so you were. They, that's great. They let you out of hospital. They let me out of and, hospital. To but they come. said you have to go back in tomorrow. They said I have to go back in. Well, I've got two notices about tomorrow. One okay. says tomorrow. One says Friday. But. Okay, you know, well, it's only today. a small thing. Yeah. It's only a small thing. But will you be and in? Will you be in a strap or a cast for I, a few I, weeks? I am already. I am oh, already. Yeah. I can't drive for six weeks, and the trouble is, I drive my sister because she has macular. Now she have a fit. She can drive in the morning, but she doesn't drive when it's getting dark. Because um, the eye. So problem, I can't yeah. drive her. She drove me this morning to get a bit of shopping done and to get my legs legs strapped because there's I've a cut on my leg as well. <laughs> and the dog. What do you know? What breed of dog it was, Elizabeth? Now somebody asked me that question. What did the dog look like? So I said, Well, the dog went by very fast. fast. You can tell <laughs> him what the, you can tell him what the chair looked like. That the dog was pulling. <laughs> it was flying and through the, the air. The dog was medium sized and he was black. I said. So she brought him back to show him to me. Okay. She said, he, 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 here he is. And the poor creature was terrified, ah. just terrified. He was shaking from head to toe. And he was a, a, a collie, I'd say, you know, a mixture. And I'd say he's only about nine months old. Okay. And he was one of those gentle dogs, I'd say. And when some noise frightened him, I'd say, yeah. and he took off he with the chair. And then he didn't know I was running after him because it was the chair. <laughs> and do you, he was do you, very frightened. Do you remember the impact of the chair? Because you said it was a metal or an iron chair that he was... It was, sure. yeah. I, yeah. Well, yes and no. I, I remember sort of the bang and I hit the floor. 
And I, I couldn't really make out how I hit the floor so yeah. sharp, but two people saw it, and so did the owner of the dog. And she's left her name and her number to the oh, guards and good, to yeah. us and everything. But, I mean, it's, it's I'd like to apologise. Well, I what can't do know? anything about it. I don't know what I'm apologising. Well, baby, you know, and God, I wouldn't advocate this. Um, and you're 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 a dog lover, but obviously that woman was very concerned. The dog owner was very concerned about you, mm, really concerned mm. about you. Uh, she but was maybe very maybe worried. she said like, well, if the guards arrive, would they say now? Hang on, we have to do something about that dog. It's out of yes, control. Yes, yes, yes. But you, That's you, right. and she was but, frightened of that too. But you, you, and you, it wasn't the dog's fault. And let me tell you, my granddaughter did it. In she lives in Ramsgate. And she tied her dog, who hated bicycles, onto a chair in a restaurant one day. Okay. He took out, out, off, out the door of the restaurant, knocked over two tables on the way, off down the street with the chair <laughs> after the, 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 um, the bicycle, which he hated. And when we told my niece on Monday night, she said, oh, I tied our dog onto a chair too. What's wrong with these people? Now, and did you, did, now he's terrified of chairs. <laughs> and Elizabeth, have, have you got a dog? I had a dog. Uh, he, he lived a long, long time. He was 21 and we never wow. replaced him. What was, his, I mean, what was his name? Sandy. And Sandy was great fun. Sandy would play the piano and sing and he'd wave goodbye to you. And he'd, uh, <laughs> if, you shot, if you shot him, he'd drop dead. So, you know... Uh, <laughs> and dogs, San- Sandy was handy with the piano. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, he loved the piano. He'd bang on the piano with his paws and go... Aw-w-w-w-w. And what would he sing? How much, uh, how much of that doggy in the window? That, I think that must have been it, because funnily enough, one night he used to sit on our window here, yeah. and one night the evening herald had him up in the front of the page with how much is that doggy in the window. <laughs> so he was in the papers. And what are you, he used to play dead when you went bang, he'd roll over for the yeah, laugh. Okay. he would, he would. And, yeah, he'd, he and would. he'd wave goodbye to you at the hall door. He'd wave goodbye to you at the hall door, and then he'd howl like a mad thing, I believe, because our neighbours told us. <laughs> Because we Sandy lived to 21. Sandy lived to 21. He did, but, but really, now, it wasn't a good idea. He was too old. Ah, at that okay, stage. okay. Well, anyway, you're you're an animal lover. Um, I uh, brought uh, him to the vet, and the vet said to me, he growled at the vet, and he said, "I won't put him down. He's full of spirit still." Wow. But it actually wasn't a good idea. Well, you're for you're full <laughs> of you're full of spirit. Um, uh, uh, Elizabeth, did you get to? He, what, you remember you remember at the beginning of the story here two weeks ago when we started this conversation. <laughs> you remember you told yeah. me that you were going up and down the main street of Ratfar and Ratfarnham at the butchers, and you're gonna. Did you ever get your your chores done? No, just see, I asked the people all around me. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't listen to me after time. I'd say, "Is there a man here?" that makes wooden boxes. And they don't say, it doesn't matter now, Elizabeth, it doesn't matter. I'm just asking you, I said, like, here I am. I asked one man and he said, no, the butcher lives over that butcher shop, but maybe he's over the other butcher shop. But but I never you, got to the other butcher but shop. Did you have, had you ordered the photo boxes or... Were you? No, I was going to have a look at them first. Okay, so we, we try and find it out. Must been, uh, it we, might have been my mistake. And maybe he was uh, at Fordham uh, Shopping Centre. Okay, but well, who does? They're wooden photo boxes with their names they're on not, them. They're not. But, they're not really photo boxes. Just wooden keepsake boxes. Keepsake boxes. boxes. But so they who, have to be reasonably big because there's a fair amount of photographs. Okay. And, and I'd like their name on it if possible. And how many Just do we need? How many do we need, Elizabeth? We need six. Six for the grandchildren. <laughs> oh so, no, for my children. Oh, your children? Yeah. Okay. Including the 62-year-old? Including the 62-year-old. <laughs> well, you see, Joe, I've, when I'm gone, and I will eventually be you gone with faces, uh, they might come down here and go through the rubbish. They do. And they'd find all these photographs and they'd say, oh, yeah, that's a nice one. May I keep that? And they'd dump all the rest of them. But if they have photographs of themselves, they'll keep them. Yeah, very good. 
So, if so you've six. Together, so you've six them. children, aged from what sixty-two down to down to forty-four. Well done. Well done. So, and, and they. <laughs> I know. But, but they they I, just came during those days. They I know they did. Came. I know they did. I know <laughs> they did. And uh, is it just is it yourself and your husband in the house on your own? That's right, chap. And how are you going yeah. to manage if you've got your wrist in a strap? Uh, well, I tell you, that's going to be fun. I, mm. I, I said to him today, would you tie that button? I had to do it myself in the end. <laughs> okay. There's all sorts of little problems you have when yeah, you've only one yeah. hand. So we're looking, uh, you, you, you want to say thanks to Ashling Wally, a second year nurse in UCD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shona, or Shauna, Shona Sh- from the creche, creche from in the creche. Rathfarnham. She owns the creche there in Rathfarnham. You want to you say to the owner of the dog, be not afraid, I love dogs, the dog got frightened. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. Wasn't. yeah the poor thing. <laughs> Did we get the name of the dog while we were there, Elizabeth? No. No, no, okay. no she will. took off then. I, I know. She was so embarrassed. And well, all the people in Rat Farnham, I tell you, Joe, there must have been 20 of them, and they weren't gawking. Yeah. They were, they were, know, they were trying to, to su- help me. They were there you know? to support you, yeah. And they were talking about Christmas, and they were talking, they were doing anything to pass the time for okay. me, you know. And they couldn't have been nicer. They were just wonderful. And Wherever it, they all came from, Elizabeth, I'm never, I'm never going to let you leave the program. I'm so fascinated by it. <laughs> but, and the the pain, did you did, did the pain arrive at any stage? I had the pain. You smashed your face. Right. You've taken the tip off your nose. <laughs> you have a black and blue. Your forehead is is got that awful scrape on it. Your wrist is badly broken. Your leg is injured. But what pain did you feel? Uh, the pain was bad enough. But you see, a number of years ago, I fractured all my back. Uh, all the vertebrae practically. So I'm on painkillers for that. Okay. And I think they were a great help. <laughs> and how, did, how took, did you fracture I your back? In, I took them in the morning and I think, I'm, there you are, I said, there your painkillers are taken. Oh, that was terrible. I was put on um, um, steroids and some people are very sensitive yeah, no, to yeah, yeah. steroids. And that was me. And what, 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 what happened? What happened to you that you fractured your back? Your back. I was on the steroids, and they—they—that's one of the things they do. They strip oh, your back. Okay. And they—they they didn't catch it really early enough, and I okay. ended up in Vincent's for over three months. Oh but you know, I'm very lucky. I know you. I can walk. I can walk and I can go up to Red Farm and looking for wooden boxes. <laughs> so, so I mean And you could drive, you could drive up to it. you could drive. I can drive, I can, I can yeah. drive. I tell you I'm, I'm a lucky woman. And how's you do you mind me do you mind me asking Elizabeth, how's your husband's health? Oh he's grand. He great, just great. rambles from his bed to his chair and yeah. he sleeps and he eats and he rambles back to his bed again. Okay, and he's he's ninety four, you told me. He's ninety-four. And yeah. where, where He's did, very well. Actually. Yeah. Where, when, where did you meet? What sixty, over nearly oh, seventy that's years? Another. Ago. <laughs> that was myself and a friend of mine. Were uh, her mother had gone away for the weekend. She okay. left her only child with me. She thought I was streetwise. She told me, "I'm not sure I like that expression." <laughs> but anyway, my mother wouldn't have liked that expression. But we were only seven. There's a phone line gone. We'll get it back in a sec because that's that that'll come back. We'll get that back if it if it uh, if it takes us a year. Tommy Claffy is listening. Tommy, you just you come in praise of Elizabeth. As so many people are. Go ahead, Tommy. Oh uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, Joe. She sounds a really lovely, lovely, gentle lady, and uh, uh, she, she put a sm- smile on my face there listening to her about Wouldn't you she, know yeah. she's a dog lover and. Uh, I just wanted to ask her what was her favourite flower, because when she when uh, when she gets our operation done, I want to send her some some okay, favourite flower. And if I can find her, I'll go to the guard and found her daughter. <laughs> well said. And, well said. And then I find her. But that but, whole uh, the shock of getting a smack of a dog coming out of nowhere. 
running and and pulling a chair that he had been t- tied to, tethered to, whatever. It was an iron chair, and he flew out through the arcade door, uh, whacked her, knocked her. Oh my God! Then she's on the ground. Well, she's a great crowd of people in Ratfarnham, led by Ashling Wally. Um, okay, Tommy, Tommy, thanks indeed. Joe at oh. rte.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Going electric? Plug into the Kia e-range of EVs and PHEVs. Kia. Movement that inspires. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. We've been contacted by Elizabeth Maloney who was knocked down by a dog and a chair. Uh, the chair was a sleigh that the dog was pulling uh, as he bolted after getting a fright on Monday in Ratfarnham Village, Monday morning, and she wants she contacted us to say thanks to uh, all the people, the fire brigade, the the paramedics from Dublin Fire Brigade, uh, all the people who sat with her, took off their coats, ran and got a hot water bottle, ran and got a cup of tea, and uh, as she lay on the ground in Ratfarnham Village. So Elizabeth, we put out the call. I'm sure people will hear it and appreciate that you're um, yeah. that you're. Um, you're a fantastic woman and I hope the operation tomorrow or Friday uh, well, go, goes well. You, I'll just tell you, Joe, at the very end of that story, when I saw Michael's name oh, on yes, the list this, this, oh, sorry, the I forgot. This yeah. is how you I met. This, I, I asked the question, yeah. Well, we, we made out a list of boys as they were really and girls oh, and God. we were pairing them off so that everybody would have somebody maybe and I said, I'll take him, Michael Maroney and she said, you never met him and I said, ah, yeah, but I'll get a date out of him. And she said, but you're going out with somebody. But in those days, you could go out with one or two. <laughs> so you? I said, yeah, but... And, and I, she said, you won't like him. And she said, you won't get a date off him, I know. And I said, I bet you 10 shillings I'll get a date off okay. him. And so you, and, and you I did. had a date and I married him. Now, that was a very, a very um, uh, cheap Ten shillings sure. or something like that. And how long, how long were you courting for, Elizabeth, after you met him? Uh, about two years. And then you got married, okay. And then we got married. Well done, and then well the done. children came. <laughs> uh, that's, and but, but uh, and uh, hopefully that risk will be okay for Christmas and That'd you be, won't be oh, in too oh, well, much discomfort. I won't be. The sun is coming. See, Joe, you told me to keep the Christmas tree up. Well, maybe you didn't. I told you I'd keep the Christmas tree up way back last October 12th oh, months or November 12th months. You, uh, if so my son didn't come home that's for Christmas, it, That's I you, said, Elizabeth. Oh, my well, God. Well, that's me. So the Christmas oh. tree is up. That's the great thing. I don't have to put the Christmas tree up so because it's up long since that... last year. <laughs> You, 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 and it was during the middle of this awful pandemic, and you were saying you were hoping for wasn't it your who was coming home? Your son, was it? And my son, my son, yeah. And um, you, you said you would leave the Christmas tree up yeah. until he arrives. That's right. Now he did come home at the beginning of July. Okay. And I looked at the tree and I thought it's hardly worthwhile putting it down now. <laughs> so it's nearly Christmas. It's nearly Christmas. So I left it there. Now I didn't light the lights every day or anything like that. No, but it's still but there. But you know the funny thing, Joe, I would have people in, say people, a few friends to play bridge, and they wouldn't yeah. even notice. <laughs> That's and I have said to them, "Are you just being polite?" And they say, "What? The tree? What tree?" I, I I don't I can't understand it. Do you think they're just polite? Maybe no, they're no, just polite. No, they're they're probably enjoying a great game of bridge, which is a competitive <laughs> game of bridge. Paddy Paddy McCoy is in Dublin anyway. sixteen, which is not too far from our farm. What do you want to say to Elizabeth Paddy? No, just Elizabeth is a ray of sunshine in this great damp, dull weather with the bad constant bad news about um COVID and everything else. It's a kind of a ray of sensible sunshine. And she's atomic. Yeah. She's at the point of So many people say, Elizabeth, you're a joy to listen to. Your sense oh, thank is just you. Thank you. booming thank you. through. Okay. Not at all. You've made an old man, me, feel very, very happy. I thought that's it was in wonderful. form. Well done. Oh, that's God. wonderful. Elizabeth, you were knocked down by a dog on a sledge. As you said, you were yeah. lying there, badly <laughs> injured. And the Good people are at far and gathered round, and all you're thinking about is thanking them. You're just yeah. a tonic. Okay. I know, they were marvellous. They were absolutely fun. Now, I love people. so But they were why I love people, because I think people are wonderful. 
Okay. You deserve every bit of love and attention. Um, I hope that your family are spoiling you rotten, including the 62-year-old. Okay, everyone knows. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> we well, know she stayed with me. Oh, she stayed you? with oh, me great. for the rest of the day. Oh. <laughs> right, Thanks, right. Party, Thank Party. You, party. you mind yourself, you. Party, and a happy Christmas. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you. Ka- Kathleen Chute is in Carrick McCross listening to Elizabeth. Oh, she is, she is. Go ahead, Kathleen. Hi, Joe. Hi, Elizabeth. Good. I was just listening there, and uh, <laughs> all I can hear is pure joy and pure, full of life and love, and there's no animosity, there's no nothing, only. And she knew all those people, those lovely yeah. people, because she's a magnet oh, for that. They were lovely, lovely, lovely yeah. people. What was that phrase, that lovely phrase used? She's a magnet for goodness. She's a magnet for goodness, yeah. She, she, <laughs> yeah absolutely, because if she was a contrary or whatever, she'd have that. That's yeah. what she'd bring, you know. She's oh, but a you couldn't of goodness, be contrary. You know. They were all so nice and they were all so wonderful wrapping me up in their yeah. coats and their jumpers and all the rest but of I it. Just, you know? I just think that's a, that phrase by Kathleen should be on a T-shirt. It should be on a, a mug. <laughs> you're, a, you're a magnet for goodness, Elizabeth Maloney. <laughs> yeah, well, Maloney I enjoy, life. Joy, you know, I enjoy you know. life and people are wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Do you, and do you like Christmas, Elizabeth? Oh, I love Christmas. Great, 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 <laughs> great. And that's, that's now, what you were we doing. we usually have about 22, but I've had another, I didn't have, but I have a new um, great-grandchild oh, well living done. in Ramsgate, and uh, his name is Blaze, and um, his mother, she's a 62-year-old, okay. is going over for there, and so I'm down from 22 to about... 14. Oh, yeah, okay. well, that's still, probably... We'll have a grace. We'll, and, and then my daughter's going to her mother-in-law. You have to go to your mother-in-law. I know, you have to too. split. Yeah, and yeah, how, who, who does the turkey and ham and the spiced beef and the well, pudding I, and the I do Brussels a certain sprout. amount of it. I do yeah. a certain amount of it. But the son from America, uh, he'll do a lot of it this year. And, and the son from Madrid will do some too. Oh, they'd be home. They'll be home. Oh, They'll come my... home this Christmas. Oh, They're well afraid done. I might leave the tree up forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kathleen and Carrick McCross. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Thank Maya, you, Joe. Maya is putting up a Christmas tree at the moment, Maya. I am. She should have left it up, just even last year. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say to Elizabeth? Just a big thank you. She's like a ray of sunshine and she's just brightened my day. Normally I'm frantically going around here, but I've sat down and I, my only regret is I wasn't in Rathfarnham last Monday. I'd love to have met her. She's fabulous. Oh, that's a lovely. That's yeah, a lovely that's way a lovely of putting thing. it. Yeah. And a happy Christmas to you. And many more and than to please you, And to you, Maya. And to you. Okay. I nearly called one of my children, Maya, actually. But anyway, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Maya, happy, happy Christmas to you, Maya. Bye. Okay, Bye. okay, and keep going at the tree. Elizabeth, uh, thanks indeed. Mind thank yourself. You, thank and, you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, mind yourself too. Yeah, you too. And we're on the air on Christmas Eve morning with our Christmas Eve special. It's coming from the biggest studio here in the radio centre, which is normally fits the orchestra because we've so many performers and so much social distancing to do. But uh, if we will have, you will have those uh, six inscribed boxes before Christmas morning, uh, come hell or high water, Elizabeth. If you can't, if you don't get a phone call about them this afternoon, uh, keep in touch with us and we'll, we'll track some down. We'll get Dublin sure. Crystal. We'll sure. get Dublin Crystal to make you a big glass I box or whatever. I had given up any hope for doing it. I sort of said... I know, we get it, we get it. We're calling anyone who would make them, who does memory boxes and would be able yeah, to, yeah. to put their to put their, put their six children's names on it, yeah. And, <laughs> All uh, right, that's, that is, that, Joe, that is so extraordinary, I could nearly cry. No, we do, we do. We I have to do it. Said, I had kind of said, well, that's, give up that idea now and it won't be a surprise if you do it next year. It won't be a surprise. Cormac has contacted us. Today's today's live line is presented by Elizabeth Maloney. Go ahead, Cormac. (laughs) Isn't she fantastic? She should have her own show, Joe. And Cormac, did you notice, by the way, did you notice that before the break, before her phone line went, I was asking Elizabeth about how she met Michael. Is Michael your husband's name? Yes, right. And that's um, right. Yeah. then, then the ad break came, and a couple of things happened always during an ad break. And then when I came back, I went down to a completely different question, and she checked me and said, "No, Joy, you were asking me about how I met Mike." Anyway, Carmen, what what do you want to say? And rightly so. Yeah, rightly yeah, so. Just, uh, so. Something similar. My wife, um, about six seven weeks ago, tripped outside school where in Shankill. 
And she was badly stunned. But a lady who had heading from Greystones to Dundrum took a wrong turn and happened to be going by, passing by when my wife fell. And uh, she and her daughter got out of the car yeah. to help her and yeah, stayed yeah. with her for nearly two hours until the ambulance came. Okay. I it's can't amazing. remember her name. It, it, okay. And other people came along as well, including a, yeah. a neighbour, Maureen King. But uh, when someone, a neighbour heard she was there for an hour and a half, he got in his car and drove up to the ambulance centre in Lockmanstown. Oh, yeah. Oh, my get an ambulance down immediately because mm. she was waiting. And they thought of course the ambulance would have to come from the other. But, uh, yeah, like, like the, the lady's name, I forget her name now. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, yeah. yeah. Elizabeth, she she is a tonic, isn't she just? Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And <laughs> yeah. how's, how's well, your I'm own? glad your wife had a good experience because it oh, is yeah. lovely when you're surrounded by kindness and I hope she's okay now. Well, she's fine now. She still has a bit of mark around her eye and that, but thank God she was oh. let out that night. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks indeed, Cormac. Eliz- Elizabeth, we leave it there. But before you go, right, will, yeah, will, will you say? Will, yeah. Will, yeah. I, I want you to say to listeners because you're presenting to program. I want you to say today's <laughs> live line is presented by Elizabeth Maloney, and uh, <laughs> we w- we will now take. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, we, yes, we, Joe, we, today's we, programme is, is presented by Elizabeth Maloney, but really it's Joe. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not. Um, and as I say, we, we'll uh, definitely uh, move uh, hell, hell and high uh, to um, to get you the, those There's so boxes. many things that are needed though, out there at the moment, okay, too. Okay, okay. Would you say, would, would you say that again? Hello, you're listening to the Elizabeth Maloney show, and I, we'll be back after this break. <laughs> We'll be back after this break. Listen. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Discover our 2 to 1 offers at your local Kia dealer. For more, log on to kia.com. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Welcome back. You're listening to the only show in town, the Elizabeth Maloney show in town. May McConnell, you 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 knew Elizabeth uh, 50 years ago when she was in her 30s, so from what she's told I, us. I'd say, I'd say it must have been, Joe, I'd say it must have been that length ago because I was involved in the Irish Preschool Playgroups Association ah. and I lived in Dublin at that stage and we did a training course together way back in Mountjoy Square. And her laugh was infectious then, just as it is now. And she was as energetic as then as she is now. Absolutely. I mean, she just, I, I kept listening to her voice initially. Yeah. I hadn't heard her, her name. And I thought, that voice is familiar. And and I just, oh, oh, my God. That, this is Mae McConnell. She knew you back. Oh, in. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. How are you, Mae? Elizabeth, I can't believe it. This is really turning the clock back. <laughs> Isn't it just and we the fact great that, fun? And, that, and the fact that we're both still alive and kicking, isn't it great? I know, I know, I know. We're definitely kicking. <laughs> and what oh, you, Elizabeth, as you're presenting the show, what do you want to ask May? <laughs> what do I want? May, how long did you go on with the childcare? I went, well, I moved to Port Leash after uh, Dublin and then from there to uh, Sligo. And at that stage, I was a tutor and I had no intention of uh, setting up or doing anything more in uh, the playgroup field because I I thought I've done that. But there was a woman, unfortunately, (laughs) beautiful woman, Catherine, a neighbour, and she wanted to set up a playgroup. And Kilmacone Playgroup is still running. Just down Good the road for from you. me in Sligo, and it, it was it was a wonderful life. But there was it was a yeah. stage in my life. Okay. Yeah, well, it was it was a wonderful life actually, and I I never regretted a day of running my playgroup. I did no. other things as well, but the joy me. of seeing the joy of seeing little children coming in and they look around and they say, here I am, aren't I marvellous? And, and, and the know? wonder, and the wonder in yeah. their eyes. And the I always wonder. remember one story when we were training, I'm sure you were there at this stage, and we were told, it was a Montessori teacher, and she said, it was very important to be able to carry a jug of water across the floor <laughs> and not spill it. And I yeah. said, well, I think it would be more important if the child spills it to show them where the cloth 
cloth is and how to wipe yeah. it up. Brilliant. Because that's <laughs> real life. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's a lesson. And, so even then we were argumentative. You know, <laughs> and you know, it might have been even more fun if they put the jug down the ground and played with the water. Yeah, well said. <laughs> and may, may, how long is it since you've heard from Elizabeth? Or? I haven't heard in that time. It must be 50 years. Wow. Or near. Yeah, yeah, and you, you yeah, recognise yeah. her by her voice or initially. Yes, yeah. yes. And her energy. Uh, yes, okay, uh, that's and, and the devilment behind the voice. The devilment, you got it in one. <laughs> you got it in one. Um, oh, that, thanks, listen, ma- Elizabeth, I hope you mend well and enjoy your I Christmas. Will. I'm, I'm very fortunate, really. I could have broken a hip or something like oh, that. I you know, know, I know. But at our age, we can't well. afford to break anything. They're all precious bits. I'm learning <laughs> new skills with my other hand. Okay. I'd be right. a hand I'd be great now. I'd be able to work with two hands. One will be going in one direction, and the other one will be going in the other. After this experience, uh, okay. oh, please That's... look at it, it, this! Is lovely. This is this is um, really buoyed me up for the day now, particularly in Sligo, where it's blowing a gale it, still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's safe. not. It's not great anyway. Yeah, stay but safe. It's great to hear your voice, me and, and you uh, too. And Joe, yeah. if you want to give her yes, my we number, with your permission. Air, yeah, yeah. That would be oh, lovely. Yes, okay, do, do, okay. Do, you can do, do, exchange do, Christmas do, cards do, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Right, Thanks, May McConnell. Okay. Now bye, the, the bye, next, bye. the next, May McConnell. May McConnell. We'll give. Now the next woman. She thinks she recognises your voice as well, Catherine Longworth. How long is it since you've? Uh, heard or seen Elizabeth Maloney and why do you think it's her? Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Elizabeth. Hi, um, Catherine. How are you? Elizabeth, I I feel my hunch is correct because of your distinctive mm. laugh and your mm. name, of course. I did um, a course through mm. FOSS and the IPPA mm. in that loan mm. many, mm. many moons ago in yeah. the mid-80s. Yeah. I remember you, Catherine. I remember you. We were yeah. in, uh, I'm trying to think of the room we were in. We were in the school, weren't we? The bower. That's, that's right. Yes, that's right. That's where we were. Um, oh, fantastic. Um, you have a wonderful <laughs> memory, Elizabeth. Fair play to you. <laughs> I just wanted think- to, to, to wish you all the best in your recovery. What an awful thing to happen. That was just one of those small things, well, Catherine, you know, really. Catherine, Catherine, that's nearly 40 years ago when you remember, Elizabeth remembered you and you remembered her. Fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. And you see, us playgroup people, um, we really like people. It uh, doesn't matter what size or shape they are. We like people and we remember them then and they all, we can put them back to where we heard that voice before, you know, and it's, 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 it's I'm not as good as I used to be. But um, it's still wonderful to be able to think back on those days. I loved any teaching I did. I loved the tutoring. I just loved well, the whole experience. you were absolutely fantastic. We learned oh, so much from you, um, Elizabeth. It stayed with us for forever. And you were a mine of information. And I just want to thank you for and that. You because I went on to kind. open a place. You're very really. kind. Not at all. Not at all. I think I think the essence of education is what Elizabeth just said there a few yeah. minutes ago. She said uh, instead of teaching a child how to walk across a room trying to balance a big jug of water, teach a child how to clean up Play. the water if he or she accidentally spills it. And maybe you should think about asking the child to sit on the floor with the jug of water and play with the water. <laughs> Absolutely. That's Absolutely. what education Water's is about. A wonderful thing. That's what wonderful education. Thank you, Catherine. And that's what uh, I've uh, about it. Okay, that's that loan. Now we're going to, to uh, near Dingle to Bally David. Deirdre, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. You're Having a great laugh there with Elizabeth. And how's, <laughs> how's Bally David in, in the storm? Well, today it's beautiful. Yesterday it was horrific. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, sun is shining now, but we've no power. So I've only a very small percentage left on my battery. But just to thank Elizabeth for cheering us up. Yeah, you've no. Oh, that's you've, very nice of you. That's very nice. You've you've um you've no power down there at the minute. Oh God. No, we we had none yesterday, but it came back about ten this morning. But it went again around twelve. Okay, and how bad so, how bad was it yesterday? 
terms oh, of the pretty storm. bad. Yeah. Pretty bad, I must say. Windows rattling, slates rattling. But uh, it's we 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 we're used to it, you know, down here. Yeah, I know, Bally, <laughs> the wonderful Bally David. Okay, Deirdre, I hope you get the power back, but you've got some energy anyway out of Elizabeth. That's what people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, indeed, Deirdre. Anne. And but back to keepsake boxes and memory boxes, and that's yes. what that's what Elizabeth was looking looking I for. I know. It's, I was <laughs> listening to her in the car, and I just want to say hello, Elizabeth, and well done. Hello. You're a very brave Dan, lady. Yeah. Um, I did a last year for my children. Um, what did you? I did. Um, my son is forty, and my daughter is thirty-eight, and uh, we moved house after thirty-two years. And they mm. wouldn't take anything. So I packed it all into the... I bought these huge big boxes and duns, believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> and I put everything Great into shop, the boxes. Yeah. And I wrapped it up for Christmas and I wouldn't let them open it until they took them home. And they mm. had so much fun with them and their children. But the thing they had the mm. most fun was was their school reports. They loved going yes. through all their school reports. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the bad yes. comments from the teachers and not paying attention and all that. So yes. they were giving me yes. a laugh there. Yeah, she'd be she'd be it. very good if she only listened. I know, I know. So they, and, and, and you know, I didn't want to throw them out. All those school photographs and everything like that. And you know, it was heartbreaking. Anyway, they took them home and they've kept them. So and they're in a gorgeous box, but they're in their homes now, which is great good, idea. You know, so they will love which is what, which in fact is what you wanted in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't going to take them, but you wrapped no. them all up for Christmas. And, yeah. and, and would, would you write a note in each box about the, the, your, well, each, no, each of your children? Well, no, I just put everything into, into a box and, and they, my, my daughter-in-law filmed my son opening it. He was hysterical wow. because everything was just in it. It was wonderful. Oh, magic. Well done. <laughs> and well even their, 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 their communion beads and their prayer yes. books and everything in their life. I gave them everything. So mm. it was great. And the teddy right. bear they went to bed with. They did. They did. They yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Anyway, I wish you luck and I hope you get the boxes. And you. And you. Okay. Thank you. Love you thanks, thank you. Thanks Have indeed, Anne. Say, say with us, Elizabeth, more, more people are recognising your laugh. Oh, dear. Oh, and they dear. want to talk to you after this break. <laughs> talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Here we are again, back at the Joe Duffy Show. Just a little while left. <laughs> it's the Elizabeth Maloney Show I phoned in. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're, uh, Joe, and, I'm sure you don't have a phone. I'm sure you throw them out. <laughs> well, according to my own mother, when she was asked a few years ago, what does what does your Joseph do in RTE? And she oh, said, yes. and she's still, she's uh, coming up to 93. And she said uh, to, to the woman, um, I, I think he answers the phones. And that's what <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's exactly right. That's, that's exactly true. It's a privilege, right. a privilege. Anne Duffy, Anne, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon. And... Uh, I, I was just, my, uh, my husband John was listening to that lady. He said she was a fantastic mm-hmm. lady. Yeah, Elizabeth, yeah. And she needs a bit of a hand. Um, like, uh, we, and I think I might be able to help her. Okay. Oh, good. Because uh, what we do is we do laser engraving on slate, like personalized oh, photographs. beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, but we have a timber box that we put them into. Okay. Oh, and right, I could right, get right. some. I could organise that lady if, she, and she can laser any message or name or anything on the box. Okay. Oh, uh, that, that know, would be grand. That would be lovely. You know, you if I if I'm reading you right, you have say a collection of photographs uh, from over the I years, have, and you want to put them yeah. in a box for them. No, I want to give each child the photographs of themselves like the their first photograph when they were christened yeah, when they yeah. started to walk so each child will get their own photograph now there will be other children in the photographs some way along the yeah, way yeah, but, but it will be mainly about their birthday course, rather than yeah. their brother's and, birthday and, yes, and, I understand and, that and, yeah. uh, and Duffy thanks very much and what's the name of your company? Uh, it's Laser Now Custom Gifts we laser. do a lot of nanny laser engraving on slate. Oh, lovely. And we mm, do personalised mm. photographs and then we do sort of just mm. general ones, might be some history and sport okay. and things like that. And Anne, where are, you, where are you based? We're based down here in Tullow in County Carlow. Oh, great spot, yeah. Okay. You know, but Tullow, if you want great. to get that, 
Yeah, we will, Elizabeth. We'll, we'll sort out the numbers and the names. And yeah. yeah. Okay, and get Elizabeth Anne. to ring me and I'll sort her yeah, out. Very, and are you busy, Anne? We are very busy great, at the moment. Great, Obviously, great. coming up to Christmas, great, you know, we're very great. Does she know my friend? Does she know my friend, Joe Canavan? Joe Canavan, she used to live in Tullow? That, yeah. Now, she's passed away since? She has, she has. I, that's right. Oh, yeah. Joe yeah. would have been very friendly with my mother. Yeah, no, there you are. So I knew Joe for oh, years, years, years ago. Years. Played a bit of golf with her. She all ran the rest a playgroup. She ran a playgroup. That's and then right. She ran a home. My own then children. Ran a home. My own when children went to it. So, my <laughs> children went to Joe Canavan. So they did. There you are now. So it's my world. Well done. Well done. Well done. And we'll put, each, we'll put you in touch with each other. That's yeah, a, right. That's, that's a no fantastic. That's a fantastic offer. Bye bye bye. Good And our company, uh, Laser uh, Custom Gifts, are in Tullow in County Carlow. Murray and Nee Connell. Murray and good afternoon. Hello, Joe. Uh, what, what, do you recognise this woman? I certainly do, Joe. <laughs> many, many years ago when I was, uh, I was trained in Sign Hill, Montessori College. And oh, yes. my first year uh, teaching practice was with Elizabeth Maloney. And what a lady <laughs> to arrive to for your first teaching practice. She was just magnificent. Um, oh, I went lovely. on, yes, and Elizabeth, you're, you're, it's just so delightful to hear you. I often wondered about you and maybe how you were and all the rest of it. Um, and you just, you were, you were beautiful with the children. I mean, she just mm. was, she, she drew such joy in, into, and, she, and she brought joy into every situation. Nothing was a problem. Nobody was a problem. Everybody was a beautiful child wow. in her view. And I always remember as well, um, Elizabeth was such a, she was the, the, the top of her game. I mean, she, wow. she led out in childcare. She used to bring Penelope Leach to Ireland, um, wow. who went on to be a highly recognised childcare yeah, yeah. Uh, professional and well that. Okay, well, we're coming near the end of the program. Of the, uh, Elizabeth, will you um, will you finish the program? <laughs> I saying, don't know. I don't know who I am now. <laughs> after all that, just praise. say thanks. You want to say something? Like, thanks for listening to the Elizabeth Maloney show. This is my favourite Christmas song. We're going to play it for you. You've picked it there during the break. And Ray Darcy is next. Okay, off you say. Right, Go, work right, ahead, Jack. Elizabeth. Yeah, walk away. Thanks for listening to the to the Elizabeth Maloney show, usually Joe Duffy. And this is my favourite Christmas song coming up now, and Christmas is coming too, and Ray Darcy is next. Mm-hmm.